Yeah, we're just young, dumb, and broke But we still got love to get while we're young, dumb Young, young, dumb, and broke Young, dumb, young, young, dumb, and broke Young, dumb, young, young Yes <laughs> Hi, it's Leah and I'm here with Alexis How are you doing, Alexis? Is it really quiet? It's not really quiet, I can hear the man No, I'm trying, like Oh, wait, no. Is it, like, loud to you? Yes. It's, like, so quiet to me. Alexis likes to record on a really long, loud... <laughs> I, th I literally think it's my hearing loss. I think you have severe hearing loss. I think I do as well, but whatever. Um, So what's your mood on a scale of, like, 1 to 10? 1 to 10? I'm so hungry. Okay, today's been a lot because... Okay. Um, Where do I start with today? Maybe when I woke up? I woke up... And I did not want to go take my midterm, but I went anyway. But I went to the GSU because I was like, I'm going to get a coffee. And then I remembered last week I was super hungry and I didn't have the chance to get food um, until after we recorded. So I was like, okay, I'll get a bagel. So then I ate a bagel, egg and cheese on everything from Rhett's, you know, the freaking vibes. And then my stomach started to hurt really badly. So I was like, okay, life is hell. Then I go to take my midterm. And my professor was, like, really helping me out at first. And then I don't know what happened. The video was so confusing. I don't know how to speak Spanish. I think I'm stupid. Whatever. So I take my midterm and I just completely fuck it up. You know the vibes. And then I go to my social science class and I'm sitting there and I'm, like, bored out of my mind. And I also start having the worst caffeine anxiety ever. Like, I don't know if you've ever had it. But, like, I drink a venti cold brew one if not two every single day and usually caffeine sits pretty right with me but sometimes it'll just make me feel like very nauseous so i was having a lot of that and then i was like great i want to die and then i went to take my to give my tour and then i was still having caffeine anxiety and i was like hell on earth is what i'm currently experiencing and then that's it so what's your number <laughs> but now now so i gave my tour and it was like fine and now I'm just really hungry, so I'm excited to go eat mac and cheese after this. I would say I'm at like a, I don't know, like a six. It feels like a Friday. It, it has, does feel like a Friday. It has Friday energy. And so spring break starts tomorrow. And like last year I went home for spring break on Thursday. And I'm wishing that I went home for spring break tonight. Oh, you go home tomorrow? Yeah. I don't like, and my mom was like i can pick you up from the train station if your train comes in late so my train is until like 9 30 p.m oh tomorrow yeah but me and kira are gonna go thrifting so oh that's cute i know it'll be nice it'll be nice that you don't have to like rush out of here yeah but i also end class at noon so it's oh, like oh so you just literally i know plus i don't even have anything like important tomorrow oh the worst but whatever so i would say i'm like a six what's your mood i'm a nine i've had the best day Ever. I wake up and my uh like teacher for my hit class was like, Hey, like I'm really sick and it's the day before spring break, like no class today. Whatever. So I literally only had one class from eleven fifteen to twelve oh five. My professor brought us all homemade cookies. Oh that was me yesterday. I like skipped my first lecture and then I went to my humanities discussion. Everyone was like, Yeah, like our NS lab and lecture got canceled today, but I didn't even know it was so magical but anyways continue um and then basically oh my god this is a funny story so this the kid that's in class i've called him the secret republican because he wears a lot of vineyard vines but he's also liberal and we're all confused today i think he pr proved that he was a republican because he was talking about he's like a business major and he was like yeah i don't know ever since i've become a business major they keep just telling me to like he said something about like stepping on people to like get to the top i can't exactly remember and i was like oh isn't that just the white man's role like as a joke and then I, I can't tell if he was joking or he was serious, but he was like, LOL, I don't see color. But I, I couldn't tell if it was like a joke or serious. It was one of those things where... But I, I feel like I don't see color isn't like a Republican thing to say. It's like a white liberal thing to say. Oh, maybe he is a It's liberal. a very Biden-esque thing to say. Yeah, but he was like, LOL, I don't see color. I think everyone's just trying to step on everyone to get ahead. Anyway, he also brought me coffee. A lot happened. No, I paid him for the coffee. But, like, we, I got to class really early this morning because I, like, woke up naturally early. So I was there, like, 25 minutes early. But I was just vibing with the guys in my class because we're all, like, friends. And he was like, oh, I'm going to go to Starbucks and grab a coffee. Like, does anyone want anything? And I was like, yeah, I'll take a grande latte. And I paid him and everything, but he, like, brought it to me. 
But the funny thing is, I don't drink coffee. I know. Really? So I was so high energy the entire class and the entire... I've been high energy the entire day. I'm convinced it's from that one grande latte. Like, I don't know how yeah. to operate with coffee. Don't you feel like I'm acting like I'm caffeine high? Yeah. Like, I have too much The energy. thing is, is that, like, I mentioned this before, but I drink, like, at least one venti cold brew a day which is about um i believe like 350 milligrams of caffeine my tolerance has just gotten so high to where i don't drink coffee to be energized i drink coffee so that i don't have a caffeine headache and like withdrawals and shit so like i don't even get caffeine high anymore i just get caffeine anxiety so really i kind of miss that feeling i'm going on a tolerance break over spring break though i do support that because it's become a luxury to me to have a Starbucks every single day, but when I'm home, I'm not going to go to Starbucks and, like, spend my hard-earned money every single day, so I'll probably just have, like, one cup of hot coffee a day, like a goddamn old person, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know if I'll survive, but hopefully. I believe in you. But I want to come back and be able to drink just a grande cold brew for the day because I'm spending too much money on coffee. Fair. I'm also spending too many dining points. I literally was like, I can only get one coffee a day, and then today i got a coffee and then i got a bagel and then i was like should i get another coffee <laughs> that's literally me with starting points i'm like you need to budget and then i'm also like i'm gonna get sushi again at the gsu because the thing is is that like i've kind of been fucking myself over by getting so much food but it's also like some the dining hall has been getting progressively worse and you can't put in both a mediterranean and a mexican place in the gsu and expect me not to go ape shit oh i know it's it's destructive because it's so good it's so good it's really <sighs> not actually that good but it's just no, so much better than the dining hall. no like okay the market mexican place like it's like whatever yeah it's like a fine place the falafel though is genuinely good i haven't gotten the falafel yet it's like genuinely good falafel and then their sauces i like how lemony it is mm, what well, sauce do you get i get tahini i get a lot i get the like tahini sauce i get hummus i get tzatziki and then i get baba ganoush which is like kind of a sauce kind of not a sauce yeah and then i think those are the only sauces that i get but like when this you, is not interesting oh it's just so good i'm getting this so is, hungry okay we're gonna move on because as but, much as alexa's sauces are so fascinating they're fascinating to me because like i'm gonna go order it but like everyone else is like please shut up and die okay speaking of which smooth little transition that was not a smooth transition at all um spring break is coming up it's this friday for us some schools have already had spring break slash some have it later in the month and I have just known some people who have had spring breaks that could go the worst that they possibly can, including whether it's family members or close friends. Okay, you're being kind of ominous. So I have created, and I want your thoughts, Alexis, like five rules in order to have the best spring break. In terms of when you go on vacation? This is just spring break in general. You're a college student. You're planning a spring break trip. You need to keep. So when you're on a trip yeah okay because i'm just going home for no no no. these aren't like home like if you're just going home like vibe eat good food there's not really rules i've never been on a spring break trip so like no no no, i know but like in terms of like a college spring break like this is how you do it in terms of when when you're going with your friends just in yeah i guess this is friends rules okay but it can just wait just wait okay okay so these these are my rules the first rule is have a way out so like when you go on spring break and you're with your close group of friends, there is going to be drama. Like, there just is, and that's fine. But if shit hits the fan, like, you need to have a way to get out of the situation seamlessly without getting tangled in it. So, like, what I mean by this is, like, if your friend group is going on spring break and y'all are staying in, like, the same all-inclusive hotel or whatever, because that's really common, and all your friends have decided to stay on the fifth floor... Do not stay on the fifth floor. Stay on, like, the tenth floor. Like, separate yourself by floors. That is not fun at all. No, because the reason you do that is because when drama starts, you can escape to your room. And, like, it sounds stupid, but drama's gonna... Or, like, if you need a break from your friends, you can be like, hey, I'm going to take a nap, and your room's not easily accessible. Also, if some people want to stay up later than others, like, you can stay up late in your friend's room, but if you go to your floor, your floor's gonna be quiet as fuck. Also, if there's noise complaints for any reason, you're not associated with it. I'm telling you, I'm a thinker. Like, I know it's not as fun, but like, it just saves your ass. Or 
my favorite thing to do on like this is just me some people aren't like close with their parents so they would like never do this but like hypothetically like I would book a spring break trip with like friends and I would also bring like my sister because I like my sister and have her maybe bring some of her friends so like if people are pissing me off I can just go hang out with my sister but like I know some people aren't I my say, sister is 10 I would say separate something that you can like escape the drama I wouldn't say like going as far as to staying in a separate hotel because like that's just not feasible that's so excessive but I'm telling you, separate floor, separate yourself, have a little distance. Because if you're all staying in the same place and you can't leave, like, I do not recommend renting, like, a giant Airbnb. And then you all are just together. And there's no escape. Interesting. Because hypothetically, if something really bad happens, like, you and your friend have, like, an awful fight, then you have to come home and stay with them? Like, no. The worst. Okay. And then my second tip is I we're on two of five okay i'll make them quick my second tip is separate rooms separate bills so like anything you're doing with friends if you're gonna split things split it before you go because like so for example can you hear my stomach right now (laughs) but like i'm sorry (laughs) like i invited some people to go to cancun and everyone hates me so they said no okay i said no because i didn't have the funds to do so Kira said no because she didn't want a third wheel with you and Trey. And those are the only people you invited. Okay. I would like to point out that I think Kira's reason is stupid. I also think Kira's reason is stupid. And she Kira was like, on, like, a great trip. Kira was like, if you would have gone, I would have gone. No, that's... I would have gone yeah. without... Kira. Kira. And just, like, straight up vibed. Uh, anyways. Anyway, so, like, the thing is, is, like, if like let's say you me kira and trey were going right and like i have like the way it's set up that's like probably what would happen totally fine if we all go but like if for some reason i'm gonna request money for you guys for the room i need to get that money beforehand rather than like waiting till the end of the trip yeah that just makes sense that just makes sense also because like it just is like awkward to ask people for money so it's like because the worst would be like if i was like i don't think this would happen but like because it's like you and Kira but like hypothetically if I was friends with someone sketchy and I was like oh hey it's like 50 bucks per night or whatever and you were like okay I guess that's fine and then at the end I was like hey it's 50 bucks per night and you were like actually I like can't pay you that that's really shitty and awkward and then it's like weird because you're asking people for money also I'm really bad but like I will buy things for people like like if you and me were like on the beach getting drinks I would probably just put it like on my room yeah but then at the end i'd like be like oh hey you owe me this much you're reliable wouldn't be an issue but again some people are snakes and they might be like i didn't get that drink with you or like think about it if it's like every day on the beach and i like can't remember because you get too drunk because you get too drunk that's what i'm saying like you should if you're gonna put things you're blacked out in a in like a beach chair sleeping i order eight hundred thousand dollars worth of drinks to your room you don't know you're asleep that's what i'm like it's just better if everyone pays for their own stuff it avoids like and especially especially like a lot of people go on spring break with like eight friends just pay for your own shit yeah don't be buying people things like normally i'm very much like even the pot like everyone will pay everyone back you know me i'm not weird about money like that like i believe that everyone's gonna pay me back but spring break is a different beast people like become bad people on spring break like, yeah. a very nice person, like, turns evil. It's I don't the know tropical if it's, air. I don't know if it's the air, if it's the booze, it's the bikinis, like, what's causing it? Girls but gone wild. Literally. Okay. This one's quick. Party well. If you are going to rage, like, if you're, like, I'm raging every single night of spring break, which is, like, a little weird, do it well. Hydrate yourself. Sleep. Just, like, be a responsible partier. Like, rage, but, like... Rage responsibly. Rage responsibly. Otherwise, it's annoying if you're hungover all day in your bedroom and you're somewhere sunny and nice. I know. And it's you like, can't even go outside because it's too hot. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. Mess, mess, also, mess. that re- goes into my fourth one, rest and rewind. Spring break is a time to, like, relax. And, like, definitely day drinking is, like, a big thing. And it's fine if you're going to drink. But, like, just because you're like well i started drinking at eight and i finished at five but i only had seven drinks it's like you're you still drank seven drinks like if you're drinking seven drinks every day four or five days 
not super good for you. So just like take some days where you don't drink or you drink a little less. Right. And then, oh, my last one is, this is my favorite one. Pick your poison. Like there's going to be something that you're doing on spring break that you shouldn't do, but you should only pick one of those things. Does that make sense? Explain. Okay. Like, uh, let me give you an example. Okay. So, my poison is clubbing. I love clubbing. Okay. So, am I going to force my boyfriend to go (laughs) to clubs where they play Spanish music and hang out with me and dance while I salsa and bring my other friend Brian and all his friends and just make him deal with it? Yes. Yes, I am. But I also can't make him then do, like, a bunch of other thi- other things that he doesn't want to do. And, like, if his poison is something, like, pick one thing that you're like, I really like to do this. And, like, maybe other people are kind of meh about it and, like, force them to do it. But you can't do that with, like, everything. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, if there's, like, a tour that you really want to go on, like, of something and you're not super interested in it, but I also made you go clubbing the night before, I can't make you go on the tour. There's also, like, financial stuff to that, but, like, hypothetically, like, yeah. if the tour was yeah, super yeah. cheap and the club was the same amount, right? you can't have them both. Makes uh, sense. Spring break is very fun, and you shouldn't be nervous, but I just know so many people who have had, like, awful spring breaks. I know people who have had, like, their friends come in late from their night and, like, vomit on their floor. Again, separate floor. You thought it was crazy, but do you want vomit on your floor? And then who has to pay for that cleanup bill by the hotel? That's what I'm saying. You got to be smart. Okay. Uh, next year, I do plan on going on spring break with all my friends if they want to come. Um, I will be attending. Or maybe it'll just be me, my mom, and my boyfriend again. And me. I'm actually really excited that my mom's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole family affair plus Trey. Plus Trey. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we'll move on. But okay. Don't you feel like those were fair tips? Yeah. I mean, like, I've never done anything crazy for spring break. Like, last year I just went home and then me and my best friend went on a impromptu road trip to DC to go see Travis Scott in concert. And it was, like, the best night of my life. It was, like, a whole, like, experience. Um, But that was very much, like, an impromptu three-day thing. And then I spent the rest of my days laying around in my bed doing nothing. Um, And I'm going to spend the next nine days laying around in my bed doing nothing. Um except for like homework and stuff but you know you gotta do what you gotta do but yeah yeah i'm not going to cancun so i wish you were i know next year we can do something tropical next year let's do another fun tropical trip yes something fun tropical and amazing okay also last it last it try to keep your numbers eight or less i don't i don't think that would be a problem for us no, I know, but I'm saying for, like, other people. I know. Like, don't go with 15 of your closest friends. Who has 15 close friends? I don't know. But, like, there's definitely people who are like, oh, I'm going to go with a friend of a friend of a... F-, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would say go with people that you trust. Exactly. And that, like, like there's trust both ways. Because if you fucking black out on the beach, you need someone to come get your ass. Yeah, but, like, maybe don't black out on the beach. <laughs> yeah, do what you gotta do. Okay, Leah. Okay, Leah, we're gonna move on. Leah's <laughs> telling people not to black out. All right. All right, let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. News. The news. The news. Um. Uh. gonna say anything do you want me to start or do you want to start you can start the coronavirus is still present um so people are really losing their goddamn minds at the coronavirus so now there's 21 cases in new york um it's now more than 100 cases in the u.s The first deaths from the coronavirus occurred in Washington on Tuesday, I believe. Um, 
a lot of colleges have canceled their study abroad programs specifically in Italy um, because there have been over 3,000 cases and 1,500 deaths now in Italy and also um, just like I know BU canceled all international group trips like it doesn't matter where you're going Um, so a lot of these schools are taking such precaution because um, the coronavirus is just spreading so much Um, and also like now the requirements to get tested for the coronavirus have dropped significantly so it used to be that you had to like prove your symptoms now you can just kind of go into a doctor's office and be like can you test me for the coronavirus i guess um so yep yeah uh it appears that the coronavirus is more deadly than the flu but it's harder to transmit than the flu which is kind of interesting um so there was a ship in california which had two coronavirus cases and one person died and then they waited and tested everyone on the trip on the sh- um, ship even though the requirements for being tested are lower the CDD- cdc has done something really weird it so the world health organization developed a coronavirus test like for the world and was like here you go and the u.s weirdly rejected that test and created their own and the U.S. test has a lot of problems, and it's, like, not readily available. So there's, like, been issues with people being, like, I want to get tested. And they're, like, yeah, okay, we'll test you, but there's, like, a long backup. And um, my favorite president of all time, Donald J. Trump, has claimed that CNN um, invented the coronavirus and that it is a hoax. Um, so... I don't know what you want to I do with that. Know, I don't even know what to say about that. Like, It's just frustrating because the CDC had enough time. It's not like the coronavirus started in a city in the United States. I'm like, I'm making a point with this, but like it started in Wuhan and we knew, like health professionals knew that it was likely to spread. So what the CDC should have done is one, accept the test from the World Health Organization once it was released. And two, start creating, because this is like a federal issue. So yeah. the federal government has to create legislation to like regulate the states and they could have been doing like they had time it's not like it started in boston and it's spreading really quickly and it's like oh my god like the cdc is working as fast as they can it's like no you've known about this you haven't done anything about it and now that there's over 100 cases in the u.s you're like oh i guess this is oh did you hear about the coronavirus it's Mm. like okay two points i want to make number one um wearing a mask is literally not gonna stop you from getting infected that's not what masks do that's not the point of masks the point of a mask um you wear it so that you don't infect other people but if you are completely healthy and you're wearing a mask it's useless i will say that the cdc has recommended if you're like a health worker to wear a mask and to like be rapidly changing your mask but if you're just like an ordinary citizen like if you're common joe you really don't have to be wearing a mask but if you are someone who's like hmm i'm feeling kind of sick i don't know what my symptoms are and the cdc has put me like on hold for being tested yes and you get a mask that's very considerate of you obviously a good idea i'm talking about people that have people think that wearing a mask is going to stop you from getting the coronavirus it's not also hand sanitizer will not stop you from getting the coronavirus because hand sanitizer is antibacterial and the coronavirus is viral it's a virus so if you think that hand sanitizer is an adequate replacement for washing your hands number one you smell like shit and number two you're gonna get the fucking coronavirus and number three I'm so sick of hearing about the coronavirus. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I don't care. I really don't. I hope I get it. Okay. I hope I get it, honestly. Um, I just, I feel like people are really, like, overreacting, and I stand by that. I don't feel like people are overreacting. I feel like the CDC is not responding correctly, and I feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there. To can- okay. To cancel a group trip to Africa yeah that's stupid when there's been three cases also people were like apparently bu is considering having (laughs) sending everyone home and doing all classes online did you hear about this no do you know how many cases there are in boston like two and a half it's also really frustrating too because like you this is not an excuse to be racist like i don't know if you knew that but like this kid in my class it was really sad everyone was saying there's spring break plans and he was like 
yeah like I was planning on going home and seeing my family who I haven't seen for a while but like because of the coronavirus I'm not able to like go home and so I have to stay here and I'm like really worried about my family and it's like you can joke all you want about this but this is like affecting real people and you being racist and insensitive like isn't okay also U.S. government get your shit together and learn how to regulate things also the stock market like tanked because everyone was so scared that they were selling their stocks yeah i don't know it's just like also like my professor was like oh make sure to check like where you're traveling to see how many dots there are and like it's just like weird it's just like a weird like it's nice to have a map and be able to look but it's also like i don't know it's kind of one of those things where it's like take precautions wash your hands like do what you do for flu season but there's only so much you can do what yeah. am I going to do? Never travel again? Never see anyone ever again? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's also very much, like, I understand why people are so concerned, but this, like, it's in, like it's a virus. Like, yeah, it's deadly, especially for the elderly and the immunocompromised and the children, but, like... I don't know, but, like, it's also different the word, like, like am I checking in on my mom because she lives in Oregon and there's cases confirmed in Washington state and like she I just want to make sure that she's healthy and like I don't know what the cutoff is for your age to like affect you that's something that's realistic am I worried about getting it myself no but if you're like being rational about your worry fine you know what I mean but I'm just like hey mom like make sure to like wash your hands like just like keep washing your hands constantly like just remember to do it before you eat Try not to touch your face as much. I know it's hard. It's just like, it's a lot of fear-mongering. Um, and that's all. So just wash your hands, I guess. I don't know. Literally, wash your hands. If you have the coronavirus, if you want to sneeze on a tissue and send it to me so that I can infect myself, I would appreciate it. Okay, moving on. Moving on to... Super Tuesday and dropout season. So I think the way I'm going to do this is first explain what super tuesday is super tuesday occurred this week and it's when 14 states um vote in the democratic in the primary and some candidates who've dropped out man pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, well i don't have to know how to say his name anymore um dropped out of the presidential race monday and endorsed joe biden right before super tuesday and it was really interesting because this was an opportunity for in states where they have vote by mail or early voting to track how many people voted before that information came out. Um, Amy Klobuchar also dropped out of the race and endorsed Joe Biden. And then Super Tuesday happened. Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders emerged as the front runners. Elizabeth Warren didn't win any states, including Massachusetts, where she's from. So she was like, I'm going to reevaluate my campaign. And then on Thursday, Elizabeth Warren dropped out. She hasn't endorsed anyone. It's unlikely that she's going to endorse anyone because she's not as far left as Bernie, but she's not really a moderate candidate, so she's probably not going to endorse Biden. Although both Biden and Bernie have talked to her, and it's pretty... Okay, here's here's my little theory. Brief interruption. I think that if she endorses Biden, it's very likely that it's because Biden offered her, um, like, a nomination. Oh, for sure. Um, because... Her values align far more strongly with Bernie than with Biden. So if she was going to endorse anyone out of, like, the pure goodness of her heart, um, it should be Bernie based on their policy proposals. Um, But if it turns out that she's going to be vice president with Biden, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. And then everyone's least favorite person in the entire world, Michael Bloomberg, finally admitted that he sucks and deserves no rights and ended his campaign Wednesday and endorsed Joe Biden, which is unfortunate. He won American Samoa. Can we talk about that? Yeah, I don't know what to do with all that. Um, So my little opinion on dropping out, I think that at first I was like, why would Buttigieg and Klobuchar drop out right before Super Tuesday? Um, And then I realized that... that so the DNC is propping up biden as their candidate obviously um so it actually makes sense that klobuchar and Buttigieg dropped out before super tuesday because um it like and since they both endorsed biden it just gives the votes to him which made him more likely to win so i mean no official newspapers have reported that the dnc is doing that like this is technically alexis's opinion but like it's pretty widely speculated well it's just like 
fact, essentially. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, there's no, like, New York Times article that's, like, the DNC, unless... But unless now, um, Joe Biden is the only candidate running that has not criticized the DNC. That is true. So... A lot of people are saying that to slow Bernie's campaign, well, it actually is confirmed. The New York Times did report on this, that Buttigieg and Klobuchar dropped out to slow down Bernie's campaign. Um, And then a lot of people were upset with Elizabeth Warren for not dropping out and endorsing Bernie before the primaries because a lot of people thought that she was, like, stealing votes from Bernie. But then again, her voter base is divided between Bernie, people that would go to Bernie and people that would go to Biden anyway because her voter base is pretty divided between um moderates like moderate progressive and progressive moderates if you understand what i'm saying um like a lot of people have been saying that they're going to vote for joe but like now on trending on twitter there was like hashtag warren to biden and hashtag warren to bernie so where warren's voter base ends up is something that um will be on the lookout for so yeah Oh, I didn't and get just to, to clarify, um, for Super Tuesday, it's 14 states and the territory that Bloomberg won. Yeah, so it's one of the f- it's the first of many primaries that happen. Um, Joe Biden. Okay, so official results are coming out now. <laughs> like, still, Joe Biden was just um, reported to win Tennessee. As of right now, there's about I believe a 50 delegate difference between Biden and Bernie, with Biden winning um biden won more states but bernie won california yeah which is bernie was also projected to win texas but he didn't which was actually a surprise to me because he was projected to win beforehand but as of right now bernie won vermont colorado and california and biden won like tennessee alabama and like other ones i don't know you can look those up yourself basically i think the like biggest takeaway because like i this is just my personal opinion but like until all results are in my brain's just like okay the two front runners right now are biden and sanders and then once all the results are in also this is only 14 states like something to keep in mind yeah there's other primaries like basically the takeaway is there's two boys left they're both white are we bernie's jewish which is important to know in terms of like yeah although he's still white he's also a jewish man i know but they're still both two old white men no i I understand that like they're both decrepit um (laughs) joe biden is senile but you know what's kind of funny is that what's gonna happen here's my prediction of what's gonna happen is biden's gonna win you know all the primaries it's he's gonna be um the democratic nomination so he's gonna have to debate trump and trump is gonna call him senile joe and then it's gonna be like funny but also very sad and then trump's gonna win the presidency and then i'm gonna have to kill myself we're gonna move on um do you want to get into the third story okay but like i'm not wrong you know he's gonna call him senile joe i don't need i we're not there yet i'm focusing on where we are now i live in the present okay anyways so the u.s signed a deal with the taliban on saturday to prepare to withdraw troops from afghanistan uh this is actually kind of funny because i like knew that the u.s like created al-qaeda which I know Al-Qaeda and the Taliban are different, but I was learning about it today, and I was like, you ever think about how the Cold War was such a waste of time? <laughs> you ever think about how much the Cold War wasted everyone's like, goddamn time? And it's also kind of funny, because the U.S. would prop up these bad people, like how they supported the jihad in Afghanistan just because they were fighting the communists, yeah, and because they supplied so many weapons and resources to them. That's the reason why 9-11 happened. I mean, yes, and it's, there's a little bit more complexity to that. Because if you look at, like, the Soviet Union in Afghanistan, like, the Soviet Union shouldn't have been there. Like, Yeah. And I do think that, like, the, we labeled them as, like, the freedom fighters were, like, doing the right thing. But, like, you have to remember that the Soviet Union was kind of, like, this atheist, like, communist government. Because that's kind of, like, where communism stems from. And... In Afghanistan, it's a religious state, so it's like the freedom fighters were using Islam to gain power. Well, yeah. Well, the communist group took over. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, I'm saying that, like, while, I mean, we should have just stayed out of it, but, like, that's a separate issue. Um, I do think that, like, at that point, it, like, w- the freedom fighters weren't as, like, hadn't gone, like, 
as extreme yet. And then, like, as they gained power and gained but it, supplies. They still declared a holy war. I mean, yeah. But, like, just because they declared, like, just because they declared a holy war doesn't mean it was going to inherently become, a, use religion as a way to oppress people. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's also, like, I think it's funny that the United States of America would prop up, and this is not only in Afghanistan, this was also, um, and, like, even in Vietnam, like, South Vietnam was a military dictatorship, which is completely against the American ideals of democracy, but it was, like, no commie zone. No, 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 I know, I think Vietnam's a little bit better of an example, because I think there's a lot of nuance to Afghanistan, to keep in mind but it also is just funny to think i mean that, it's, like, it's a little ironic that what we do is we support freedom fighters and osama bin laden who like was from saudi arabia went to afghanistan to fight the holy war got taught by by the cia, CIA. and then you kind of see later well even during when he was being taught by the cia he had like a lot of anti-american ideals and then um with kind of what happened with Saddam Hussein, we see Osama bin Laden. He also doesn't like Saddam Hussein. They had, like, a big, intense rivalry, but, like, separate. He was like, here's the U.S. again getting involved in things that it doesn't need to. And then there was a, a bunch of, like, smaller attacks on U.S. military bases in the Middle East. Yeah. But because the U.S. claims not to be an empire and we don't recognize that, when these attacks, smaller attacks happened on military base, it was kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Versus, like, if we had, like, proudly claimed, like, we're an empire, they're attacking us on our empire, we probably could have stopped 9-11 before it happened. Yeah. But I would like to point out that, like, I don't think 9-11 was, like, justified, and I don't think anyone thinks 9-11 is justified, and that's not, like, the conversation that we're having here. The conversation we're having here is, like, looking how U.S. projecting its power across the world makes people from other nations angry and, and not e- not even just angry it's like we because we were so virently anti-communist like we're gonna do we're gonna go at any length to stop communism even when it does not involve us literally at all um because of that we funded afghanistan and now we're like now so then we funded that and then the cia taught osama bin laden and then 9 11 happened and now we're fighting in iraq it's just afghanistan against what we recently supported yeah it's very and it's like it's such a strange way like it's such a weird nuanced thing and like obviously i don't think that like when reagan was like sending over aid to afghanistan i don't think he was like hmm i believe that in 20 years a terrorist attack will occur no no like no no. obviously reagan wasn't like plotting seeds like i don't think that it was inherently his fault for doing that i just think that like the u.s getting involved in something it doesn't need to is very anyways is very telling anyways yeah (laughs) so let's go back to what is actually happening with the deal that the united states just signed so the deal doesn't immediately stop the fighting but it likes developing a new stage of the afghanistan war something to keep in mind this is the longest war we've ever been in um and so basically what we've agreed to is a withdrawal of troops and a sm- well it's the longest war that we've ever been in with direct troops yeah sorry because Viet- yeah, yeah, vietnam yeah, 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 yeah sorry it's the longest war we've ever been in with direct troops yeah good clarification but basically the u.s has agreed to withdraw troops and have a smaller u.s intelligence present now something to keep in mind is um the taliban is a terrorist organization so we are <laughs> negotiating with a terrorist organization um if the taliban gains dominant power again in afghanistan which like you could argue it already has but sticky argument um some of the things that the taliban believes in is suppressing women and i know we like joke about this a lot but this is like like they basically what they do is they ban girls from schools they burn down schools yeah. and they um to kind of seclude women to private life and so my opinion on this is i don't think that we should be in afghanistan i think the afghanistan war has gone on too long i don't think we're accomplishing anything we're not but i do think that we do need to be careful negotiating with the taliban because they are a terrorist organization yeah and they do very 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 Horrible awful things. things to minorities and specifically women women yeah um so 
yeah i mean i i'm not i don't you know it's it's, it's such, such a, a complicated issue especially since like the thought of someone burning down schools and pre- preventing women from going to school makes me sick yeah it makes me physically ill yeah especially since the taliban has taken something taken something like islam a religion that does not have these ideals that does not say this and has corrupted it and what these terrorist organizations do is they take something religion something that's supposed to be good something that's supposed to like kind of unite people and turn it into something so evil and something so rotten and then what you have is you have islamophobia towards individuals who are not rotten instead of towards the organization that is rotten itself i know it's kind of like i mean like i wouldn't necessarily say that we have like christophobia <laughs> i don't think that's a thing but you know it's it's in christian and yep in christianity as well like you have like um white christians who kind of use religion as a racist tool and target um like not only jewish people but also like black people um, like the KKK is a Christian organization, if you didn't know, um, which we don't talk about enough, you know, we also don't talk enough about how David Duke endorsed Trump, but like, whatever. Yeah. I guess we'll get into that later. Like using religion as a tool to oppress people. Like I know that obviously the domestic terrorism within the, uh, United States is a lot different than having an actual government, um, taken over by a terrorist organization, which is like what the Taliban is doing doing in Afghanistan. Obviously that's different, but it's also important to recognize that there are many domestic terrorist organizations that have taken something that is supposed to be good, like Christian values and corrupted it. And I'm someone who doesn't believe like Alexis and I kind of have different, like not different views, but like, I guess like, because I am religious, I don't view religion as something that's like harmful. You know, I think it can't, I'm saying, in terms of like in its inherent creation, it's not meant to be harmful. I think that there's bad people out there who use the system of religion to oppress other people. And we see that over and over and over again. But religion can also be like a very, very good thing. It can provide like a lot of like mental care and like self-care and really be rejuvenating. It can provide people with communities who support one another. And I think that recognizing that is really important. And I think that also just like if you're someone who isn't religious and then maybe this is just like my viewpoint going and if you have a friend who is religious and like exploring what that community is like for them because it can also help you understand a person better yeah um like if you're someone who's like i don't understand why they're wearing a hijab it's like maybe just educate yourself just like educate yourself like I... there's also a way to ask people about something and not be offensive about it you know yeah like um recently like not recently <laughs> i was wondering like recently literally not recently whatsoever but the volley which is like the festival of lights um like, the way that I celebrated, like, super, super small because I'm, like, at school and, like, can't really do that. But, like, I lit a candle and I, like, prayed. Um, I mean, we do have a thing here, but, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I didn't go to it just because, like, I didn't want to. But um, but it was, like, really nice because, like, my roommate and my boyfriend were, like, oh, like, what does this festival mean to you? Like, why do you yeah. like it? And, like, that's really nice. Like, I have a... <laughs> very negative view of christianity um but that's more of like because of the way that i was my parents were raised because my mom was raised roman catholic and my dad was raised jehovah's witness and now they both reject religion as a whole so like i kind of do um mostly because i've seen christianity used in a very horrible way but like my best friend is a very devout christian and like she just like she's more of a spiritual faithful person less of a um you're gonna burn in hell if yeah, you're gay you, type no, no, no. person i think i think sorry I, coughed. I think i'm that way about religion too like i'm there's some concepts from religion that i believe like so ooh, heavily. okay good example is modi not my guy i was gonna say my guy not my guy who is using who's a hindu nationalist who's using hinduism to oppress the muslim minority yeah that's not it in india which like we say it's a minority but it's honest it's like 200 million people yeah that conversation is very tense in my family <laughs> i just watched the john oliver episode about it i love john oliver do you watch john oliver no you should 
He's like Hasan Minhaj, but white and British and on HBO. And I also recognize that there's like the whole Hindu Muslim divide. And like, it's, I don't know anything about that. I just thought that was a good example of current religious oppression. It's one of those things where it's like, what? Like, you, I know why it exists, but it's like, what? It's like, why or do we really need to be hating each other? Is I know. that really needed? Is that really needed? And the answer is no. Okay, on to the last news story. I know we're going very long, but news is important and you should be educated. Take it away, Alexis. <laughs> okay, so the Supreme Court is currently hearing a case about whether or not Louisiana doctors who perform abortions have to have admitting privileges to nearby hospitals. So basically, current Louisiana law um, is that doctors who perform abortions have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals. So abortion rights groups say that this requirement is pointless and it's intended to limit the amount of clinics within the state. So since the Louisiana law was enacted in 2014, only two doctors in the entire state have been able to meet the requirement. Um, so basically, if you don't know, we have been trying to limit abortion rights in this country for like ever since Roe v. Wade. But the way that people are getting around this, because the Supreme Court will not overturn Roe v. Wade at where it stands now, um, Although if Trump gets reelected and Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, then Roe v. Wade is going bye-bye. But whatever, I'm going to manifest that that is not going to happen. Okay, um, anyways, the way that people get around this, when I say people, I mean like lawmakers, is that they design laws that are very hard for doctors slash clinics as a whole to, to um, be able to meet. So, for example, a lot of um, like states have passed things saying that you can't have a clinic that performs an abortion within a certain radius of a school. So any clinic within that radius would have to be shut down. And also any hospital within that radius would no longer be able to perform abortions. And oftentimes, like schools and hospitals tend to just be kind of close. So that's horrible. And these are mostly in like, obviously conservative states, um, so, like, I haven't seen anything closed, but, like... Yeah, and just to go into, like, what admitting privileges are, because I didn't know what that was. I don't know, maybe I'm, like, stupid. I was just a little confused. I don't really know what it is. Basically, so, hospitals, like, give privile privileges, which they call are, like, prescriptions that allow physicians to perform a procedure and operation or to admit a patient if something goes wrong. But... Just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you have an admitting privilege at a certain hospital. In fact, it's most likely that you don't have an admit. Like, if you're not working in that hospital, why would you apply to get an admitting privilege? Like, it doesn't make sense. So, like, when you go to your gynecologist, this is a really good example, and you get a checkup, that your gynecologist probably does not have admitting privileges to a nearby hospital because it doesn't really make sense. Like, you're going in there for, a, like, and the guy, like, at the gynecologist, they perform procedures they do yeah. things like introvert in oh my god how do you say it? introvert ivf i don't know how to say that when they like put sperm in you so you get yeah. pregnant <laughs> they do procedures like that they do like the gynecologist does all sorts of procedures that's the one that i could just think of off the top of my head but they don't have admitting privileges a lot of people are arguing well what if something goes wrong in the abortion which rarely happens but let's say something goes wrong that person can still get help at an emergency room yeah the doctor just can't admit them which like since people are saying it's medically pointless, yes. It is medically pointless. It is medically <laughs> pointless because oftentimes also these, like, because clinics are so far separate from hospitals, even, like, geographically. It, it just, like, I don't understand how, like, I can't even fathom to you how stupid this law is um, because it's basically just trying to women <laughs> stop, rewind. It's trying to limit a woman's right to an abortion by placing more strict requirements on the doctors who perform these abortions. And what happens when you do this is it's not that women stop getting abortions. Don't be fooled. What happens is women start getting abortions in harmful ways, not in clinics, yeah. not by a certified medical professional. And then sometimes these women can die. Yeah. So you need to reevaluate even if you're someone who is actively against abortion and thinks it's a sin and thinks it's murder, it's kind of like if people are going to do it anyway, maybe we should make it safe. And maybe we yeah. should 
Yeah. And like if you're really against abortions, if you're really like it's the worst thing in the entire world, then improve sex education in schools all around the country. Allow Planned Parenthood to come speak and talk about sex education because I can guarantee you Planned Parenthood does not want to increase the number of their abortions. They want to increase the sexual health of individuals. What I really don't understand um, about pro-lifers is that it's like so you don't want kids not kids i'm talking like teenagers and young adults you don't want them to know about sex you're going to teach them abstinence is the only way and then when they start having sex because they're going to continue to have sex anyway they don't understand how you get pregnant how you prevent stds etc etc so then they have sex without a condom because you don't allow them to have birth control so then they get pregnant but then they're 17 and they can't afford this kid so they want to get an abortion but they can't because it's a sin so then they have the kid right and then people are like oh just put the kid into foster care but there's millions of kids already in foster care that kid's gonna have a shitty ass life so it's like if you're so pro-life then why don't you like why don't you care about kids after they're born because conservatives also cut funding to social programs such as like welfare as well as the um the foster care system and they try to like break down like requirements and like guidelines for the foster care system so that kids within the foster care system continue to get abused and neglected yeah it just doesn't make sense to me and i would just like to like kind of talking about this it's okay if you personally do not agree with abortion we're not telling you to go out and support abortions that's like not what we're saying but what we're saying is what you choose to do with your body your choice but i do not think that the federal government should be regulating what i choose to do with my body and i think that's fair and there's lots of laws that like i don't necessarily agree with or I'm not going to necessarily do, or that don't necessarily apply to me, but that doesn't mean that they don't, shouldn't exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the law that lets you, like, it's not a law, but, like, some hospitals have, like, clean needles that they give out. I'm never going to go pick up clean needles. I don't support people who use heroin. I don't. But I'm not going to be like, well... Do you know what I'm saying? It's like a yeah. similar idea. I like The you, clean needle thing is a good comparison because it's one of those things that's like people are going to do heroin and people are going to get abortions. I mean, also like doing heroin is bad for your body and like well, yes. couldn't be argued to be morally wrong. Yes. Abortions are not morally wrong. Just But I'm saying that people are going to continue to do heroin and people are going to continue to get abortions. So to make it as safe as possible is the moral thing to do in my opinion and like again like if you don't want people getting abortions then fund self sex education programs if you don't want people doing heroin provide ways that people can get help if they become an addict provide the necessary programs to prevent people from coming getting you know what i mean like there's ways to stop obviously before it has to happen but you also need to recognize that there are those cases where people do have to get abortions because a lot of people will turn to drugs because there was a lack of social program coming like as they were growing up schools underfunded social programs just like don't exist or so underfunded that they don't work so then people start doing drugs but then people conservatives are like oh we're not going to fund social programs but also fuck you if you turn to drugs and it's like it's it's such a nuanced issue just so but alexis and i took the quiz and got very different answers so basically like we got different results so so out of 20 questions mine was i agree with bernie on 17 warren on 14 bloomberg on 10 or 8 or something tulsi on 6 and biden on 5 uh in terms of me i the highest number that i got to agree with any candidate was 11 and that was biden and bloomberg i reject bloomberg as a human being so basically my top presidential candidate was biden so basically i picked five questions that i like know alexis and i are gonna have different answers on Uh we're gonna say our answers and maybe talk about it maybe not so first um fracking has contributed to a boom in u.s oil and gas production in the past decade but it can affect the environment through groundwater contamination and continued reliance on fossil fuels the u.s should ban all fracking and i said limit or better regulate fracking so ban all um the candidates who like agree with you 
Um, it was Sanders and Tulsi, and I can't remember if Warren was or not. Yeah. If Warren was banned all or not, or if she was limited or better regulate. But um, I support a ban because fuck global warming. Uh, I support <laughs> limit or better regulation uh, because I think that that's an entire sector of the economy. And in order to transition jobs smoothly to another industry, which it should be a slow process. Okay, question five. Um, some Americans currently get their health insurance through federal programs like Medicare and Medicaid. Government-run health insurance should... Cover everyone. It's The options are should cover everyone, should be an option for everyone, should not be available to everyone. What did you say? Cover everyone. I said should be an option for everyone. Okay. One sentence why you said should cover okay, everyone. Okay. So I originally kind of went in thinking... Like, when I was first researching the candidates, I was more like, should be an option for everyone. But I watched the John Oliver episode on why the insurance industry um, just takes advantage of everyone and also limits a lot of people. Um, And basically, the way, like, it was just, like, a whole episode. So, I would really recommend watching um, John Oliver's recent thing on Medicare, where he goes into insurance. Um, So, I think it should cover everyone, because I just think, like... After watching that, it made me realize how bad the insurance industry actually is and how much it does take advantage of people um, and how it limits people on what, like, coverage they can get and, like, what doctors they can go to. So, I think, like, Bernie and Warren's, like, Medicare for all is a more, um, is, like, just a better option. Uh, I said that it should still be, like, should be an option for everyone because I listened to the Daily episode. Um, where I talked about individuals in Iowa who are in a union who really like their health insurance because it works really, really well for them, and they basically have no copay. And the woman was talking about, like, why fix something when it's not broken? So while I think that it should be an option for everyone, if you like your health insurance and it's working really well for you and benefiting you, the government shouldn't force you to give it up. What's the next one? Question seven. Okay. So this is two states allow all individuals to vote from prison and many states restrict voting for convicted felons after release. Um, So the options are all prisoners, all former prisoners, or only some former prisoners should be able to vote. And I said all prisoners. What did you say? I said all, uh, sorry, I said only some former prisoners. So the reason that I said all prisoners is because um, I watched a very interesting video on it and it basically just made me realize that like even if you're in prison you shouldn't be denied the right to vote um because many of the people in prison are in prison for things like drug offenses and things like that and also like obviously there's a lot of bad people in prison and a lot of people just want to suppress them but i've kind of come to the point of view that like and i don't know this is something that like sometimes i kind of like fluctuate on because it's something that like there's things that people do that just completely go against my moral code so i'm like i don't want these people participating but i also think that limiting anyone's opinion is just like bad for democracy and also like people are so like human and like you have to think of the amount of people that just like didn't get caught that are still voting that like you know what i mean Like, are we also going to do everyone accused of a crime but get off from a crime? You know what I mean? So I did only some former prisoners because I believe that um, uh, I have issues with the prison system, but we won't get into that. Basically, I believe that there's some people that have committed crimes so heinous that they no longer deserve the right to vote. And then in terms of this answer was tricky because there are some people who in prison who are in prison who I think should be able to vote, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like in terms of like drug offenses, I think those individuals should be able to vote. But in terms of people who have committed um, murder and or types of sex crimes, I don't think those people should be able to vote while in prison or ever again. But like the thing that just kind of trips me up is like there's so many people that have committed those things that aren't in prison i know but i think that it's a good i I mean like i agree with you but i still think that there should be i think that it should be like if you get convicted i mean anyone who's convicted of murder goes to prison but even if you get convicted of a sex crime you should no longer be able to vote even if you can live in society that's fair um so question nine okay do you want me to oh sorry (laughs) a universal (laughs) basic income would get 
fuck. A universal basic income would give every adult a monthly payment from the federal government. Why am I so excited? The U.S. <laughs> blank should consider... Wait, what? Should or should not. <laughs> I said should not. Uh, the U.S. government should not consider a universal basic income. Okay, wait. I said the same thing. Fuck. I thought we were going to say different okay, things. Okay. Uh, uh, the reason I said should not, I don't know if you have a different reason, is that um, a lot of people say that universal basic income would replace welfare. And I don't think that that's fair because to give every single American the same amount of money when you can use that fund to help, like, better help uplift those who are actually, like, in poverty versus people who are like i think the welfare system is very broken and it definitely needs reform and i understand that universal basic income is one of those things that they come in and you're like oh my god like that's crazy like that's so new like i want twelve thousand dollars like who doesn't but to give to give a millionaire twelve thousand dollars and to give someone making way below the poverty line twelve thousand dollars is just not the same i don't think that a millionaire deserves twelve thousand extra dollars and actually the like when you click on should not like both biden and sanders agree on that issue it's one of those like just like things so that kind of explains why we got the same had the same thing i don't know if you agree with yeah that's basically what i said i said some people don't deserve that money per month because they're financially comfortable yeah like why give everyone a thousand dollars when you can just give the people who need a thousand dollars a thousand dollars yeah and take the money that you were going to give other people a thousand dollars and help the people who need it exactly okay Okay. so the last question that we had was let me get to it um americans owe a record 1.6 trillion in student debt with two and ten borrowers behind on their payments according to the federal reserve student loan debt should be canceled for everyone canceled for lower incomes reduced but not outright canceled and or left alone so student debt is something that like affects me because i am in debt currently (laughs) um and i will continue to be in debt probably for the rest of my life um so I kind of go between canceled for everyone and canceled for lower incomes because there's part of me that's like if you have the financial ability to pay off your loans I think that you should but it's also kind of like if you have that you probably don't have loans so it's kind of it's kind of like a slippery slope type of thing personally I would love for my loans to get canceled um Bernie Sanders please donate me some money if you don't get the presidency like i will take it anyway um what'd you say i said reduced but not outright canceled so the reason i said that uh i do not have student loan debt but i think that a lot of times students are manipulated into taking out loans that don't benefit them the best or don't get the best options because what will happen is they don't have the old, all the information that they need um i watch a tv show called grownish and they actually cover this in multiple episodes because aaron one of the main characters they show him he's like about to graduate and he gets this slip and it's like the amount of money he owes and his interest and everything and he kind of has a panic attack um me getting those emails <laughs> and so it, it really talks about like his experience and like dealing with that and i you know i don't have that experience and i really do recognize that i'm coming from a point of privilege tackling this but i think that if a like if someone wasn't informed of all the proper information that they needed like for example if the bank lied and was like oh didn't properly explain what an interest rate to them, then that portion of the loan should be canceled. Or if they weren't told, do you get what I'm saying? So like whatever miss, I know that that's hard to determine, but whatever misinformation was provided, that should be canceled. That being said, if you went full knowledge, knowing how much money you were going to owe, you should pay it off. But also like, okay, just for me personally, if I wanted to go to college, I had to take out loads and BU surprisingly was actually the cheapest of all of my options um but it's like for some people like they don't get enough money to go to college without loans so they have to take out loans to go to college and like I personally believe that all public four-year education should be free or at least at a very strongly reduced cost as to what it is um but like my state school gave me nothing UConn failed me so like now I'm here and like I have to have loans and I don't want to have loans. I don't know. It's like a very tricky thing because like I'm pretty biased because I don't want to pay back fifty thousand dollars plus interest at the end of yeah. two years. So I don't know. That's just no. I think that all community college should be free, and I think that um. I think you should be able to get a bachelor's for free. I think that all community college should be free. I think that there should be more implementation of trade schools in um like high schools and i think that 
public four-year education should be for low-income students free or at a reduced cost matching their income yeah. and for students who can afford it at the cost for their income. Yeah. So basically the point of this exercise, I'm just like really going to summarize it real quick, um, is to prove that I've only picked five questions out of a 20-question quiz and Alexis and I disagreed on four out of the five. Yet we are yeah. still very close and there's friends. more. There's more that we disagree on. Oh, for sure. And I think kind of my point is we are still close friends. We can still have a political conversation and respect that we disagree with each other and understand the experiences that we do or do not have. Yeah. So and that quiz is also pretty useful if you're like if you were a full on like Buttigieg or Warren supporter and now you kind of don't know where you fall. If you take that quiz, yeah, it's actually it, was great. it was definitely really helpful for me because I was a big Klobuchar supporter. Klobuchar, why? You know what? Whatever, <laughs> supporter, yeah. and it kind of helped me figure out what I want to do for the upcoming election. So basically, be politically active, vote in your primary if it hasn't already happened and is happening at a later date, and just be kind to one another. Yeah, and don't wear a mask unless you need it. Politics is very stressful. But it is good to start talking about it if you're not already. And maybe shut up about the coronavirus so Alexis doesn't kill you. Shut up about the coronavirus and start talking about politics. And also, I guess, start talking about washing your hands because not enough people do that. Okay, bye. Uh, woke up feeling like I just might run for president. Even if there ain't no president. Switching up the message